Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16, and you can find links to all the fics I talk about today in a link for FicRex on my bio on Tumblr, and my Tumblr is linked on my Twitter account as well as my coffee account. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. And I have a huge thank you to give to Cheryl, Lou, and Jenny for buying me a coffee this month. I appreciate your support more than you could ever know. This is episode 22, where I'll be talking about all the One Direction fix I've read in February of 2021. And I'm going to start with a quick overview, as usual, with what new fanfics were being posted on AO3 over the past month. And you can check them out if you're interested. And I'm I'll also talk about what fics are going to be posted in the next month or so. So we have some, some things to look forward to. In February, the 1D Five Times Fest finished posting fics. So be sure to check those out. There are a few that I'm going to talk about in today's episode. If you're listening on the day I post this podcast, the Secret Larry Valentine fix are being posted today, February 28th. So be on the lookout for those today. Next month, the Harry and Men Fest will begin posting fix if you enjoy rare pairs. And as always, you can find links to all of these fests that I mentioned on Lou and Has AF's blog on Tumblr. And now for the fix. Um, as always, I'll start with the longest word counts and work my way down. I think I have 16, maybe 17 fix that I'm going to be talking about today. Um, I read some longer fix this month than what I usually read, so I think that's why I have a few less than normal. Um, I'm going to start with the Larry fix and no, I'm gonna look down, see what rare pairs I have this month. Forgot to write that down. I have Gryles, Lilo, and Shile this month. And I think that's it. So let's get started. The first fic on my list this month is Still the One, and it's by Dandelion Fairies. It's rated explicit and it's 51,000 words. And the summary is, Harry was 15 when he met Louis, 17 when they made love for the first time, 19 when they got engaged and married. One would think he had a perfect life, right? It's what he thought. He was 21 when he learned that Louis had an affair. It was only one time. That's what Louis had told him. Harry tried to forgive him. He tried to move on from that horrible moment, but he couldn't. It was his 22nd birthday when he signed the divorce papers, leaving England behind. After finding himself living in a small town in Nebraska, Harry learns to live on his own. He becomes a preschool teacher at the local school and spends his free time continuing his own painting. He's even been lucky enough to sell a few pieces. He's 25 when his life is turned upside down once again by the single father who has moved into the house on the property he just happens to park his trailer. So this first fic I'm going to talk about was quite different than you might think at first. Obviously, by the summer, you can tell it's an exes to lovers fic. It has past cheating, and yet it is the softest exes to lovers or past cheating fic that you'll ever read. So do not read this for angst or wanting a bunch of answers about the cheating because you'll be disappointed. Instead, 
read this for what it is, which is a story about two people growing while they're apart and growing into people who can find their way back to each other. Louis is the father of a young girl, so this is a kid fic, and she has a fairly large role in the fic. Harry's a preschool teacher, so he kind of just is the right person to fall for the kid, too, along with falling back in love with his ex. And the characters really work hard on trying to build something new together, and fate has obviously played a big role in them finding each other again, but then it's up to them to do something with that second chance. And the fic was written for last year's Big Bang, too. Um, so there is a lovely mood board with it by Bitterleaf. So check that out, too. So, yeah, it's not the typical exes to lovers fic, and it's not the typical past cheating fic, either. The next fic on my list is called Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. It's by Ms. Hydes on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Ms. Hydes Stylinson. It's rated explicit, and it's 45,000 words. The summary says, Harry wakes up with a god-awful hangover and soon discovers there are pictures of him and a hot guy blasted all over social media. The problem is Harry has no idea who this mystery man is and doesn't even remember meeting him. With their newfound compatibility and a dash of sexual chemistry, things quickly heat up between them. The plan was to have fun with the remaining days that Louis is in Los Angeles, nothing too serious, and get back to the real world in the UK. Well, sometimes things don't always go as planned. Or, it felt almost impossible how swiftly and powerfully love had hit him when he finally had found the person to fall into it with. It was never meant to be like this. Three more days and Louis would be gone, out of his life almost as soon as he had appeared. From the beginning there had been this silent agreement about how the relationship would be, and it had always come with an expiration date. And at the time, Harry had figured that it was better than nothing from Louis at all. But now, after his realization, he wasn't ready to give up so quickly. Harry decided in that moment there must be a way to change their trajectory. Okay, so first of all, that's a lot of the premise. And it was a lot of fun to read, as you would suspect, from that summary and that premise. It's a famous, not famous fic with famous Harry. And he's a singer. And Louis is a tattoo artist. And he's got, you know, piercings and tattoos and stuff. So basically punk Louis. And there's some underlying real issues going on. It is a fun story, but there is grief um, and talk about um, some past death that comes into play during the fic. But overall, it's a fun ride. Uh, Harry, even though he was the famous one of the pair, he could get so awkward about Louis. And so that was just really kind of endearing and cute, um, basically because he hadn't had this kind of a connection with someone before. So he kind of would fumble around a little bit. <laughs> they were both wary a bit with each other, too, because it did seem like there was a time limit on this romance because Louis just visiting um, from the UK. So there is a happy ending, of course. So things do work out. And also, I want to note that this was another big bang fic from last year and it has um, a really cool mood board and some manips by Jazz Hazza in the fic. The next fic I have is Breakable Heaven. It's by Dagger and Rose on Tumblr and A Moment of Love on AO3. It's rated explicit and it's 44,000 words. The summary says, what do you think? Louis gets captured by Harry's green eyes, unable to look away or even take a breath. I think you're the most magnificent creature I've ever met. 
You must not have met many creatures, then. Harry's eyes glance downward to Louis's lips, and his tongue darts out to wet his own. None like you. So this fic was written for the Bottom Louis Fic Fest, and it's actually a Greek mythology AU. And so it's like a remake of the story of Hades and Persephone. And Harry's Hades, and Louis is Persephone in the fic. So Harry's obviously a dark character in this. He's the ruler of the underworld, so I guess that's kind of obvious if you're familiar with this story. Um, I'm actually not a huge Greek mythology person, um, but this particular story is always kind of intrigued me, so I kind of tend to check out the AUs that have this particular story, and this was a really great retelling of the story. Um, so I did mention, so of course Harry's dark because he's Hades, but I don't think he's too dark for most people to read the fic. Um, I know not everyone likes a dark Harry fic, but I think it's not super dark. Now, Louis does end up getting kidnapped by him, <laughs> but it's like right as he's falling in love with them. And obviously that's not the healthiest thing to happen in a relationship. But we're also talking about a fantasy mythology story here. So I definitely enjoyed the fic for what it is, which is a very well done, very well written mythology fic. Um, but I do want to also point out Harry does have character growth throughout the fic. And the relationship grows into something that's much more equal than when he first kidnaps Louis. And I think you could enjoy the fic if you're into Greek mythology because you'll enjoy the descriptions, which are really lovely. And you'll get to kind of see how the writer adapted the story. But I also think you can obviously enjoy it without knowing much about it because, like I said, I'm not someone who knows a lot about Greek mythology. And I enjoyed the story a lot. I'm about to talk about a fic that I want to give a little bit of a trigger warning for. It has, um, I guess, like really hard themes to it. So if you think you might be triggered, you can skip ahead three minutes. I do talk about it a lot because I loved this fic. Um, but I just got done recording that part and I realized, oh, maybe I should give a little bit of a warning. Um, it does have to deal with death. So. Um, if you need to, skip forward three minutes. <laughs> the next fic I have for you is called No Friends in an Empty Heart, and it's by Maelstrom Roots on Tumblr. And their AO3 is Maelstrom underscore Roots on AO3. It's rated explicit, and it's 36,000 words. And the summary says... When Louis Tomlinson gets an invitation for dinner with the family he's been estranged from for a year, he has only one goal, to get his sister to talk to him again. But when an unexpected guest in the form of a hot priest is also at the dinner table, Louis may have to accept that the universe has other plans for him. A Fleabag Season 2 AU featuring Fleabag Louis Tomlinson and hot priest Harry Styles. So I have never seen Fleabag, so I had no preconceived notions going in. I was actually fairly unprepared for how emotional the fic would make me. But if you can deal with the grief and death that, while that isn't on screen, it's very much present in the fic. So I feel like if you can deal with that, this is a must-read fic. Louis is a character with... A lot of mental health issues, but we're seeing him at a time in his life when he's really working hard on himself with a therapist. 
and he's having to deal with the death of not only his mother, but also that of his best friend, Zane, who has died by suicide. I was amazed by how present Zane felt in the fic because we just got such a feeling for this person, even though he's never in the actual fic. And when Louis meets Priest Harry, which that happens really early on in the fic, they become these pretty fast friends. And Louis does want more than that, but um, he's settling for friendship. It all fits so well with Louis, like his sort of self-destructive personality to fall in love with someone he can't have. But then eventually it got to a point for me that it did not matter to me if they got together because it was clear how good Harry's friendship had been for Louis. Um, But the happy ending is lovely and it worked really well for the story. Oh, the guinea pigs. Um, (laughs) Louis has a pet guinea pig. The cafe he owns is like guinea pig themed, which that entire part is so amazing and wonderful. I almost don't want to give away too much about that, although it's not, it's definitely not a secret, but it just has this lovely, it gives something comedic to what can be a very intense fic, as I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, This was yet another Big Bang fic that I read from last year, and the art was by Falling Like This. There's some really lovely edits and manips for the fic, um, so check those out too. The next fic I have for you is called You Left All Your Dreams on the Threshing Floor. It's by London Fog and a Cup from Tumblr, and their AO3 is Lady Londonderry. It's rated mature, and it's 26,000 words. The summary says Marcel will go home after work, and he'll clean his vest, and he'll bleach his shirt, and tomorrow will be a new day. He's got other things that he can spend his time focusing on, how to fit in a third quote onto the cover of the fall issue of Mod Mag without covering any details in the model's face, for instance. Maybe he'll switch to gluten-free banana bread for the meeting on Friday. He knows some co-workers like to eat gluten-free, at least. Someone will have to accept his friendship advances eventually. They'll have to, right? Louis Tomlinson gets a job at Mod Magazine. He's quickly drawn to the one person in the office who won't give him or anyone the time of day, Marcel Stiles, senior layout editor. So if you're familiar with this writer's fix, you know a couple things. So the characters are often funny and quirky in her fix, particularly the short, shorter fix. And then if you're familiar with her longer ones, those tend to be more hurt comfort or angsty. And I felt like this fic was like a combination of these two things. So clearly this is a Marcel AU. And it does have some of the characteristic Marcel qualities of him being an outsider and his fashion sense. But there's a lot going on beneath the surface in this fic. And I, I just really enjoyed how persistent Louis was. No matter how much Marcel pushed him away, Louis just eventually worked his way in and Strangely enough, it reminded me a little of how the real-life Louis and Liam talk about the beginning of their friendship, if that makes sense. I don't know. It makes sense in my head. Anyway, (laughs) I did not read the tags for this fic, as I sometimes do not do. And so I was unprepared for the plot twist, but if you read the tags, you might not be super surprised. But it was kind of fun for me to be reading through and then all of a sudden be like, what is happening oh my god (laughs) 
So if you've listened to this podcast, you know what a fan I am of this writer's fix already. So again, I really enjoyed this. I found it interesting how she put together the two types of fix that I'm used to her writing and kind of melded them together. And it just worked really well. This was another fic from last year's Big Bang, and so you can check out some of the amazing artwork in this fic from Kings of Everything, and they were just perfect for the story. The next fic I have is called Up, and it's by Slowly Seduced by Curls on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Things I Can't. It's rated mature, and it's 26,000 words. The summary says Louis Tomlinson thought he had everything he wanted. He had a wife and daughter, a good job, a house with a white picket fence, and even a few pets along the way. It's only when he turned 71 that a load of balloons and poorly timed knock on the door changed his life forever. Or an up AU. So this is a fic that's based on the Disney film Up, which I've, (laughs) I've never seen. I know it seems like I've never seen a movie in my life, but yeah, I don't know. Everyone just adapts the ones I haven't seen, I guess. Anyway. Louis plays the old man in the fic with Clifford as his dog, and he ends up on this adventure with Harry, who happens upon his doorstep at a opportune time, inopportune time. And I really appreciated how different this fic is to anything else in the fandom. It's really so unique. And it also has this incredibly sweet quality to it, with fate bringing these um, two men together who chose such different paths in life. And... They both had happiness and heartbreak because of those paths, but they eventually, those paths eventually led them to each other. And really, it's just an interesting fic. If you're looking for a different kind of read, um, this would be a good one to choose. This was another Big Bang fic from last year, and um, the mood board was very cool and vibrant and was done by Velvet Noodle. The next fic I have for you is called As in Olden Days. It's by Scrunchy Harry, and it's rated teen and up, and it's 18,000 words. Um, The summary says, oh, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but Chateau Frontenac Hotel, Christmas 1925. When his father insisted the entire family spend Christmas abroad in one of his new investments, Harry dreaded the prospect of being trapped for weeks in the biting Canadian cold so far away from the roaring excitement of his London life. As he crossed half of the world to be buried under a thick blanket of snow, he never imagined he would meet a charming bellhop who would do his best to keep him warm. So this is obviously a historical fic. And in the fic, Harry's quite wealthy. He's from the UK and his family's in Quebec for his um, this business interests that his family has. And that's where he meets Louis is at this hotel where Louis has been hired to basically kind of keep an eye on him, but also just to help him with anything that he needs while he's there. And they strike up a friendship that, um, you know, it, it pretty quickly starts turning into something more, at least for Harry. And the fic is so soft and lovely. It's the perfect kind of just winter read um it's been snowing a ton here so it's kind of nice to like snuggle up and read this fic the setting is so vividly portrayed and clearly important to the story which i always kind of really like that kind of fic um where the setting is playing a big role in it and i always enjoy this writer's um writing style it's really really lovely and i wanted you to get a feel for it too so that's why i chose um a passage from this fic to read to you. So let me see. 
Oh, this is about when they're going out sledding at one point. Thankfully, the unpleasantness dissipated as soon as they were headed back to the hotel, arms laden with packages. Harry, having also found presents for his mother and sister, and Louis brought back the topic of sledding. Harry could have argued he knew as much, but it was a gorgeous winter day. The sky was cloudless, endlessly blue after days and days of gray, and the sun made the snow glittering and inviting. Instead, he sighed dramatically, for show, and agreed, and soon after he found himself at the top of a hill overlooking the hotel and the river, listening to Louis's explanations on how to proceed. The descents were exhilarating, and though the cold wind bit at his nose and cheeks, made his eyes water, he felt weightless, almost like he was flying, and no sooner had he reached the bottom of the hill that he was climbing back up, dragging the sled behind him to start all over again. He felt free, his worries and anxiety around Louis and their almost kiss momentarily forgotten, and he would have spent the rest of the day going up and down the hill had it not been for his toes progressively freezing until he could no longer feel them. They made their way back to the hotel, Harry's frozen feet making him unsteady, and he lost his balance on a patch of ice, tumbling down and grabbing onto Louis's sleeve in a desperate attempt to prevent his fall, but only managing to drag him down in the process. Louis fell on top of him with a huff, and Harry's heart stopped to find his face so close to his. Harry licked his lips and he saw Louis's eyes flick down to follow the motion, and he felt it again, that feeling like time stood still like the one second before their lips met was stretching to build momentum, but the kiss never came. Instead, Louis stood up and offered his hand to Harry, helping him up and keeping his arm in his, joking that he could not be trusted to stay upright on his own. Up to Harry's room they went, ordering hot chocolates and biscuits to help thaw their frozen bodies, and Louis acted once more as though nothing had happened, as though they had not almost kissed, and Harry followed his lead, though it ached to do so. It ached to see Louis deny what was so obvious to Harry, that there was something between them, a spark or a flame, however one chose to picture it, and that a kiss would crown it for what it was. He understood and would never force anything, painfully aware of the power and balance between them, despite his best efforts to treat Louis like an equal, but it did not take away the sting of it. So I just thought, I mean, it was kind of a longer passage than I usually read, but I just... The whole fic is this way. It's really beautifully written um, and just gives this, just this real mood to the fic. The next fic I have is called Love Put Us Two Together, But We Don't Know How to Stay. And it's by, now all these words are separated with a dash. So why let your voice be tame on Tumblr? And their AO3 is we underscore r underscore the underscore same. It's rated teen and up, and it's 10,000 words. The summary is, Harry is Louis's best friend, but in his dreams, they are more. Or, four dreams in which Harry and Louis figure it out, and the one time Louis decides to make his dreams come true. So this fic was written for the Five Times Fic Fest, and it has such an interesting kind of supernaturally kind of presence, premise to it. And as it said in the summary, Louis's having these kind of lucid dreams, and they're leading him in a certain direction by one of the men in his dreams, who is Zane. And Zane ends up being kind of a guide of sorts in his dreams. And there's so much pining both in and out of Louis's dreams. And when Louis finally decides to do something about it, 
things kind of go a little bit wrong and I just got all choked up about it when that part happened. Such a good story. This writer always has this really unique way of telling stories or twists on a trope and this one is just um, just that way as well. I really loved it. The next pick on my list is called Read My Lips and it's by Superglass on AO3. It's not rated and it's 6,000 words. The summary says, not like butterflies, that's too cliche, too obvious. When he sees them, it's like his heart itself has grown wings, battering against the birdcage of his ribs, begging to be released. A tightening in his gut, a flush to his cheeks whenever Louis so much as compliments him, tugging on the sleeve of his cardigan or pulling at the curl that always seems to fall over his eyebrow, even when he pushes the hair out of his face. He feels his whole body thrum with electricity, soaking through his veins and making him go giddy. He could light up the whole city with it. It's his haircut, he thinks. He looks like a handsomer Damon Alburn or Noel Gallagher, with his fringe that topples over his forehead and gets swept to the side by nimble fingers. Or, no, it's his outfit, a warm Irish wool jumper, loose around his neck, where there's a string of beads that looks like a souvenir from a holiday in the Caribbean. Elbows on the table, chin resting in the palm of his hand, his full attention. Everything on the table is up for Harry to take with grabby hands. Or, old uni friends, Harry and Louis, reconcile for the holidays after Louis's early success as an indie singer. New Year's Eve, 1999, Y2K, Scare AU. So, I kind of randomly stumbled across this fic, actually. I wasn't, wasn't for a fic wreck or anything. I just saw someone make a fic post for a different fic by this writer. So I clicked on their AO3 and I just was looking through their fic summaries and this one happened to kind of pique my interest. It's a famous not famous fic set in London, New Year's Eve 1999, the whole Y2K scare thing. And Louis is an up and coming indie singer and Harry has a bake bakery, I think. And they're old uni friends who were once extremely close friends. And Louis' touring schedule, though, kind of made their closeness wane a bit, but they're reconnecting on this night, and something begins to spark between them. It's this really lovely, romantic little fic, very soft with a lot of pining and some really lovely writing. So I'm kind of looking forward to reading some more things by this writer. The next fic on my list is called Event Horizon, and it's by Mercurial-Madhouse on Tumblr, and their AO3 is writing underscore practice. It's rated mature, and it's 4,000 words. The summary says, Event Horizon, noun, the boundary of a black hole beyond which nothing, including light, can escape, the point of no return. Celebrated as the youngest soulmates to ever find each other, the world sees Harry and Louis as one but one body was never meant to hold the magic of two. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> this is a hard one to even describe. It's a super unique, really interesting take on a soulmate fic. Um, all 4,000 words are so intense, and it centers around these two soulmates who must break apart and be on their own because this magic between them is kind of dark and it's just become too much and the fig does end like hopefully and well but it's very emotional and intense and painful um basically because it's so vividly written um there's a like kind of a twist in like the narration of it 
but it's the writing that just makes it so incredibly intense and sort of poetic in nature too. I haven't seen much like this fic in the fandom, so if you're looking for something new and different to read, this again would be a great one to read. The next fic on my list is called It's All Mixed Up. It's by Mayflowers in April on Tumblr and I Am Not Groot on AO3. It's rated general and it's 2,000 words. The summary says Louis is the deck officer of a British freighter ship and he talks a lot about his has back home, like literally a lot. Four times Louis's crewmates get sick of hearing about his girl and the one time when they finally meet the mystery lover. So this was another fic written for the Five Times Fest and it was a lot of fun to read. All the misunderstandings that the people on the ship have about Louis's quote unquote wife. <laughs> who obviously isn't really a wife, and his child, who isn't really his child. There's just a lot of little fun surprises, and it's just funny and cute. Uh, I really enjoyed how over-the-top Louie was about his has and everyone's reactions to everything leading up to this moment where they step off the ship and meet, meet this mysterious has they've all heard so much about. So just really a cute, funny fic. The next fic I have for you is called Safer by Your Side. It's by Polka.Lu on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Two Ships Drifting. It's rated teen and up, and it's 1,000 words. And the summary just says, brief drabble from the lights verse. So this is part five of the Where the Lights Are Beautiful series. And I have to say, I was so incredibly giddy when I saw that this series had a new part to it. Like I said, this is part five of one of my all-time favorite fic series ever. Definitely my favorite ABO fic ever. I just am in love with this series. Basically obsessed with it. And you'll know how obsessed with it if you check this out. Because the writer of the fic, who I don't personally actually know, um, has noticed how obsessed I am with the fic. <laughs> and she shouted me out in the end notes which was a huge surprise and it caught me off guard and um the fix really emotional this little um drabble and so i started crying when i saw it <laughs> anyway um this is an abo series that began with a fic a few years back called where the lights are beautiful it was quite popular it's still quite popular but the writer has added a few new bits here and there over the past few years which are just really glorious little additions to the original fic. This one was, like I said, incredibly emotional. Like I even said, like, it made the back of my neck tingle. It's, if you haven't read this universe, please immediately go read it. But it's an Alpha Harry Omega Louie pairing, and at this point in the series is an established relationship. And they're just working through a small miscommunication between them, but... It's just so incredibly lovely. I will always accept every bit of this series whenever it comes to us. So just do yourself a favor. Read every part of this series. It's absolutely worth it. I think this is, yeah, this is the last of my Larry fix this month. And it's called Pound Cake. And it's by Kings of Everything. It's not rated. And it's 1,000 words. The summary says it's Harry's birthday and his best friend Louie bakes him a cake. Oh, another series. This series. <laughs> now, this series is like each story is its own story, but this is the butthole series. <laughs> My kings of everything. It is 
full of hilarious gems. This is the latest hilarious gem. Harry and Louie are best friends. Things have been weird between them, though, lately, and Harry's basically been in love with him for years. It's told in Harry's point of view. But he's noticed that Louie has been acting strangely the last few months. And I just, I don't even want to say too much because the whole thing is just pure gold. Um, Louis has a few gifts for him and something about that all and what he's made him kind of puts things out into the open. There's a huge misunderstanding about it. Anyway, it actually made me a little emotional. At the same time, it was making me laugh, which is a really fun, great combination. <laughs> The next fic I have is the start of my rare pair, um, Rex, this month. The first one is a Gryles fic, so that is um, Harry and Nick Grimshaw. And the fic is called Sad Sex is dot 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 no, and it's by Disgruntled Kitten Face. It's not rated in its 2,000 words. The summary says, hey, are you, as he hesitates, a line appearing between his furrowed eyebrows and a pout forming on his puffy pink lips the words, don't say it, run on a loop in Nick's head like a prayer. Okay. He said it. Fuck. A Gryles AU based on Harry's iconic quote from the Jules Holland interview. So I think I was making a sad sex fic wreck. Or maybe like, I think it was like sad and emotional smut, something like that. And I came across this Gryles fic. I haven't read many fics in this pairing, but this is a writer I really enjoy, so I read this one um, for that fic wreck, and I loved it. The premise of the fic is that Harry and Nick have been having a friends with benefits kind of thing going on, and Harry notices that something has changed, and Nick just seems kind of sad or like not all there with him, and so essentially Harry's calling Nick out on his shit and forces them to communicate for once, and this is like the aftermath of that. It ends on this really hopeful note, but it's just so much emotion packed into these 2,000 words. The next fic is a Lilo fic. It's called Bad Luck to Talk on These Rhymes. It's by... <laughs> I'm going to try to say this properly-ish. Quelle Sentiment on Tumblr. I'm assuming that's French. <laughs> Oh, sorry if I like completely massacred that. And their AO3 is words and notes. It's rated general and it's 10,000 words. The summary says, so how do you, how did you and Zane meet exactly? Louis turned to look at him and Liam flinched under his somewhat cold stare. What, Zane hasn't told you? I'm offended. I'll have to have a word with him. Liam genuinely couldn't tell if Louis was joking or not. He squirmed a little under the pressure. No, I mean he did, just thought it would be interesting to have your own perspective on it, I guess. Why? Are you conducting some kind of investigation? Want to know if our stories match up or something? Liam nervously chuckled, keeping his eyes on the road. What? No, of course not. He shot a glance at Louis, who raised an eyebrow but didn't say anything else, as if waiting for Liam to explain. But what's there to explain, he thought, half panicking. He only wanted to be friendly, goddammit. Or... Liam just started dating Zane and is desperate to make a good impression on Louis, his best friend. But things are off to an awkward start. So I put this as a Lilo fic, but it's a Lilo friendship fic. So as you can tell in the summary, the main pairing, like romantic pairing in the fic is Zane and Liam. 
and Louis is Zane's best friend. But this is actually the story of how Liam and Louis become friends, and it's told in Liam's point of view. So that's how the story's kind of framed. The fic was written for the Five Times Fest. I'm trying to think what the Five Times would refer to, but I guess it's probably like five times that Liam tries to become Louis's friend and then a time he succeeds, something like that. Although that's, that's kind of putting a different spin on it than the fic. The fic definitely shows how the relationship develops. Um, the Liam is very kind and open and this kindness and openness eventually does break down Louis's walls and we get to see why those walls exist in the first place and we really understand eventually where Louis is coming from and then you see the dynamic that starts to develop between them it's such it's just wonderful to see their friendship develop into something that becomes really special to both of them and Liam starts out so insecure about friendship in general and he just wishes so much for a friend like Louis and then he ends up gaining a best friend out of Louis and then Louis ends up really appreciating him in return it's a beautiful friendship beautiful fic it made my heart so full to read it I was just smiling from ear to ear by the end of it so I mean I know that not everyone's gonna read a friendship fic but there is like the romance between Zane and Liam if you want to read it there is some romance to it between them but um it's a beautiful fic i would hate for somebody to skip it just because it's about friendship the last fic i have for you today is a shile fic it's called get burned by the fire it is has been orphaned it's not rated and it's twelve thousand words the summary says, if asked, Niall will deny that what he and Sean have is anything but just a semi-regular hookup, which is true, really. They don't even engage in small talk, only meet up to spend the night together before going their separate ways. Except as the weeks pass by and the nights slowly become longer, stretching into days, perhaps Niall should consider that actually he might be denying himself a shot at a real relationship. But then Sean disappears. So this child fic was written for the Heartbreak Weather Fic Fest, and it was for the song Small Talk. I'm a huge fan of this pairing, as probably you know if you listen to the podcast. So I was super excited to read this one. It's basically a friends with benefit fic. Niall's a bartender, and he's kind of hooking up on a regular basis with someone who comes into the bar, Sean. But he truly doesn't know anything about Sean. And it's all told in Niall's point of view, so we're going through it all with him. And... Um, right when he thinks there could be something more between them, that's when Sean stops coming in. And there's this huge twist as to why Sean hasn't shown up in a while, which is a jaw dropper of a moment. Really loved that. Um, definitely check this one out. A lot of pining and ultimately kind of just a lot of fun. Um, so this is it for this month. I'll be back on the 28th of March with more fix for you. Um, I did want to mention that based on the number of listeners I had with um, last month's bonus episode, I thought I'd go ahead and ask if anyone had requests for topics for any future bonus episodes. Definitely open to suggestions. You can send me an ask or message on my Tumblr, which is alwaswell16, or my Twitter account, which is all underscore was underscore well underscore 16, or my coffee account. Um, any of those places, I'll see it. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next month.
Bye.